Hello and welcome to the Ravencoin SitRep podcast, your situation report on all things Ravencoin and Raven Network. My name is Michael and this is Saturday, July 17th. We have an exciting show coming up today, but before I get to that, here's the latest news on Ravencoin this week. Ravencoin has been listed on two new exchanges, Inodax.com in Indonesia and Gardarian.com in Estonia. But the big news this week, this year in fact, is that Medici subsidiary T0 is working on the architecture to allow trading of assets built on the Ravencoin blockchain on their platform. A spokesman from T0 said last Monday, quote, Having Ravencoin support on the new T0 crypto lays the groundwork for future digital securities issued on the Ravencoin protocol to be traded by T0. This is going to be huge. And for this week, as at recording, network hash power is 3.63 terahash per second, and network difficulty is 50.64 thousand. With Ethereum's EIP-1559 set to launch just around the corner on August 4th, and their move to proof of stake, we can expect miners to switch to Ravencoin as the next most profitable network to mine on GPUs. So keep an eye out on that hash rate and difficulty and mine as much Raven now as you can, because it's going to get a whole lot more difficult really soon. On today's show, we have five speakers who will all be giving updates and discussion on developments in launching NFTs on the Ravencoin blockchain. First, we have Ricky from RVNFT discussing how artists can get their work to market. Over to the UK, McLeod from IP Assets and Mango Farm Assets on how they can streamline creation and hosting of NFTs. From Poland, Zebratif is going to be speaking about his 3D interactive Ravencoin white paper project and JSON forms generated to standardize NFT minting on Ravencoin. Over to Germany with Stefan, who will be giving us an introduction to an awesome new marketplace to trade assets on the Ravencoin blockchain for RVN, as well as trade between assets. And lastly, back to the USA with Ryan from Zaytech, who will be discussing the eBay of NFTs. Let's get this thing started. And we are live. Hi, everybody. Oh, how you doing? So I've got online Hello. now. I've got uh, after a long discussion of the name. Uh, it's MXCCLXXD, which is what we're going to call it, McLeod, uh, which is what it's for. And we've got Ricky from um, RVNFT and Zebratif. And hey. I'm using uh, a combination of real names and uh, online names. Uh, Gherkenwerfer, that's Stefan, isn't it? And yes. Ryan. Now, I've not missed anyone out. No. So, so what we're going to do, a bit of a round table. Uh, the last episode we did was just a long-form interview. So this one's just going to be a discussion of people's contributions to the development of non-fungible tokens on the Ravencoin blockchain. Uh, for listeners who are new to Ravencoin, and some certainly are, uh, a non-fungible token can be launched on a variety of different platforms. And up until recently, most of them have been launched on the Ethereum blockchain, which has presented some difficulties when, uh, when they become very popular and the network becomes very congested. It costs you up to 200 bucks just to move one from one wallet to another. Uh, and so people have been really uh, aching for a, another way to launch those or to use them in a way that's cheaper and, and more importantly, native to the chain. Uh, and we can go into some of the uh, the details later on about why NFTs are really ideally suited to the Ravencoin blockchain since its inception to the point where we had them already called unique assets. We just didn't call them NFTs. Now we call them NFTs because that's what people know. 
Uh, and also we'll be talking a, bit, a little bit later about how NFTs are not just for art, they can be for security token offerings and all sorts of uh, needs for a unique token that might have unique identifiers on it. So might just start with uh, McLeod, if you're able to, uh, or do you want to start with first, you first or Ricky? Uh, well, my stuff kind of goes into what Ricky's doing and then a bit more. So if Ricky wants to talk about why he won't start Raven NFT and then I'll carry on. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, yeah. Ricky. Sure. Yeah, just kind of a quick rundown on RV NFT. It basically started, um, Tron did an AMA uh, a few months back about uh, talking about how people can use a main asset to um, act as a service for people so you, they can they can kind of skip uh, having to pay the 500 Raven upfront cost to uh, make their own main asset. And so what I thought was kind of like, you know, it was kind of around the time when uh, Ethereum and some of the other blockchains had really started to explode in popularity with the uh, the NFT scene. And it was kind of, you know, witnessing Ravencoin kind of being virtually non-existent in, in, in that whole um, kind of boom, I guess, or, you know, or whatever bubble, whoever you want to call it. But, uh, so anyways, I, I kind of thought, you know, it'd be a great idea to kind of maybe try to create uh, some kind of NFT ecosystem. And this was kind of right around the time when Ryan and some of the guys that over at Stibbets were doing uh, the live auctions. And so kind of t- together, we kind of uh, kind of created, you know, uh, kind of a rate point NFT scene. So kind of what I did was just kind of reach out and try to find people who are interested, artists who are interested in, in minting artwork and maybe trying to get their, their artwork listed on the, the, the live auctions over at Braveland. And I, I ran into McLeod um, on Telegram, I believe, and we, we ended up having like an hour-long conversation and kind of got to know each other. Uh, and I kind of, we I bought a domain name, you know, rvnft.art, and kind of McLeod's like, yeah, I could build you a website, let's do it. You know, so it's like, I took he took what was just the most basic garbage website you could possibly imagine and kind of made it like really professional looking. So It, 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 wasn't, it wasn't even a website, it was slideshow yeah. presentation <laughs> panels. <laughs> and I mean, I've, le- I've learned a lot about WordPress since, but yeah, I mean, he kind of led the way and without him, you know, RVNFT would be absolutely nothing. So with that, I'll, I'll let uh, RVN, uh, or McLeod uh, talk about his story and, w- and what he's got going on with uh, Mango Farm and, or IP assets right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, basically it all started last year when lockdown happened. So uh, I lost my job. So obviously you-, you sat at home all day learning new skills and decided to start learning how to do 3D art. So I spent most of lockdown doing 3D art, and I started following a couple of people. And what I noticed was everyone was talking about these nifties at the time, so what I thought they were called, you know, what the hell's a nifty? So I dug more into it, and uh, it was about the time when Brave browser was like started getting, you know, advertised everywhere. So I started using that, and that's what actually got me into crypto was using the Brave browser. Uh, so fast forward a bit, I find Ravencoin because I've got a gaming PC, and it turns out I can actually mine this cryptocurrency with my graphics card that I also used to game with. And then I started getting more and more into the community and that's when I met Ricky on the um, Telegram group. You know, I, I knew you could make NFTs, but it wasn't clear how you actually made it. And then he showed me how you do it and all that. So that made it so much easier. And then start from there, we started making the website for people to actually start selling and, you know, advertising the NFTs to the rest of the world. Um, considering most people are using Ethereum, I think we've done pretty well getting the amount of artists that we have, you know, trying to show them that Ravencoin is going to be better for them to use it, obviously with gas fees being the huge reason why I decided to stay with Ravencoin. So, yeah. And then, um, 
we've been carrying on building it up since then and eventually I think Adam from IP Assets was looking for someone to join the marketing efforts for IP Assets and Mango Farm and all the other ones. So um, we kind of went from there and um, started working together. So the last month or so, we've been working on a lot of things for Ravencoin, you know, the ecosystem of all. Uh, the biggest thing right now is Ravencoin IPFS is building a really good service for people to basically upload the files. Um, I know uh, Ricky uses it quite a bit. I know yep. a few other. Yeah, I know I've been, a few. I've been, use, I've been <laughs> using it since the start. <laughs> exactly. The start. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's great. I think it's great what they've done with it, Ravencon IPFS, because I looked at using some other pinning services, and you know, it, it's it is it depended on me having my service up up the whole time. It started off trying to program in a um, an IPFS node on an ocean. Uh, what's it called that those um, it's basically another version digital ocean um yeah but it, it's just quite it was it's quite difficult to compile to be honest um but so having this easy service to make it easier i've often i said on twitter the other day when remember back in the internet in the 90s of those who do remember the 90s um we we could get a web page and if you wanted to move an apostrophe on your web page you had to send an email to someone and pay a fee and uh, at the moment uh, if you want to get a an nft or even any kind of token on one of these centralized blockchains like um, ethereum or binance smart chain uh, you have to if you don't know how to code you have to pay someone else to do that and tron was saying the other day that can cost up to a hundred thousand dollars to create a token so so for people that don't code, especially when you're in a hurry to learn something, which when you lose your job, you are, uh, the tools available uh, are real game changers to use that awful cliche. Right. And, you know, part of, the, part of the thing is, is that, you know, like 500 Raven costs it right now at five or six cents or whatever it's at right now. I mean, it's completely affordable. But if you fast forward three, four five years and Ravencoin is a dollar or two dollars, becomes a whole lot uh, more unaffordable for some people to, to be able to create their own main asset. But maybe they have really good at artwork or some, some have some other talent like music or could make movies or whatever. And so like a service like RVNFT or, or something similar uh, can really knock down the co- the entry costs and the barrier costs to, to get artists and, and others and filmmakers and musicians involved in, in putting their artwork on Ravencoin at a completely affordable cost. And, and obviously, uh, uh, give themselves a lot less risk, you know, if their work doesn't sell or people aren't interested or, you know, and it, you know, it's not like they, they forked over a few hundred dollars or a couple thousand or something, you know, to, uh, to get it started. So. Yeah. 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 To, to that, spread that, that risk is great. Sorry. That's all right. It's all right. Those thing for me was I didn't have any risk though. You know, you're, you've already got the main asset and the sub asset and you make for us and the unique to all the different artwork. So, I think that's what people needed at the time. And now that people have seen that it's possible to actually make money off this, it's possible to make, you know, Ravencoin from selling your artwork. I think a lot more people are going to start to see that and start moving over from other blockchains because we don't know where Ethereum's going. We don't know where any of the other blockchains are going. But we do know that Ravencoin is starting to get traction. And, you know, that's why we want to kind of focus more on Ravencoin IPFS. We want to start building up so it's got more uses uh, integrate it with more tools um i know we're going to be updating the mango wallet soon the mango farm asset builder we're going to be updating that so it's got more integration with ravencoin ipfs um 
we've got a lot of things and <laughs> there's so many things that I can't talk about. I wish I could talk about, but we just can't talk about it right now. But I just know in the next few weeks, um, keep looking on Twitter. We're going to be sending out some free tokens soon. Um, at the moment, we're minting them. We were. I thought this was live at first, but um, what we're going to do is we're going to be posting on Twitter soon some free tokens, and it's going to take you to a new website that we're working on. So make sure you sign up if you want to see something cool. <laughs> so McLeod, you've got a uh, a paid position with IP Assets Mango Farm, have you? Yeah. Oh, uh, marketing and design. Yeah. That's excellent. That's really good. To so hear. that all came from me. Um, Basically, starting with Ricky, Rick, I actually avoided the application at first. I thought, no, there's no, there's no way that they want someone like me. And then Ricky's like, no, no, go for it. So I went for it, and it turned out I was the exact person they were looking for, which is great. Um, yeah, Adam, Adam had, had reached out to me via message, and you know, was like, hey, we we're looking to add someone. And I'm like, well, the guy who's actually the brains behind the project, and it's certainly not me, but McLeod. I'm like, you know, give this guy a chance, you know. And so I, I texted or messaged McLeod. And I'm like, hey, man. You know, get this opportunity, and I set those two those two guys up, and uh, end up getting the job. So it's great. You know, it's like hard work and and doing some good things, and build and wanted to build just build cool stuff just for the heck of it. You know, it can lead to something really cool. I mean, like I'm jealous as hell. Like I, getting a job in blockchain? Are you kidding me? How awesome is that? Like that's amazing. Like, I'd, I'd love that. <laughs> hey, now, so I've got to explain like I'm five hand holding exercise for you, McLeod. And I, I will say I've been trying to work in work in a there can be only one joke, but I haven't found a way. So um, let's say, yeah, I've got a going to be only one. I've got a, a friend at work. She taught herself how to paint on YouTube in a spare time right. and she paints really nice paintings and I said oh you should put these online and and at the, at the time I showed her OpenSea because we hadn't went this was quite a while ago before they were doing it on Ravencoin she's pretty clueless she can send email if she is able to contact RVNFT and you or both what's what are the steps she needs to go to after having well, after the paint's dried what does she do if she wants to to market her stuff on with NFTs uh, if she wants to do it through Ricky's service, simplest way would be for her to take a really high-resolution scan or picture of the art, if that's how she wants to do it. If she wants to sell the physical art, still do the same process of taking a picture of the artwork and send it to Ricky. Ricky, yeah, we, uh, we, fill out the details, what price she wants, right. know the name of the art, what her artist name's going to be. And that's pretty much all she does. She fills out a form on the website and then... Uh, he'll put it up there for her. There's, I'm not sure if there's a fee to pay. Um, uh, the only fee to pay is the the five Raven network cost, and oftentimes, yeah. like if you if you can't afford it, I just waive it. Like whatever. I mean, five Raven, you know. Yeah, and so, it's <laughs> like what thirty cents. So it's um pretty much the process. Yeah, it's simple as that. And then, so she's got that on the uh, VNFT website, and is that that an auction or is it fixed sales or both? Yeah. Fixed. So fixed that's, that's yeah. why we got. That's why we have Ryan. Ryan here. So actually, RVNFT partnered with uh, Ryan's website, JustNFTs.io, for artists that want to do uh, like an auction format. And so, uh, you can either post things on on our marketplace as just a fixed price, you know, or uh, we also put uh, the NFTs that we have for sale on um, Raven Trader, which Gherkin will talk about uh, in a little bit. Uh, but then also we also have the option for artists if they want to to talk with Ryan and get their artwork listed on his website. So there's there's a lot of different ways in which we can uh, we can get artists uh, exposed and and, and kind of get their name out there within the community and and on social media and all kinds of other things. 
that looks like a good segue to switch over to Poland to Zebratif because we're talking about minting NFTs. And I mentioned before right. we started recording about sometimes I've created NFTs on the Mango Farm wallet, which is a really quite advanced uh, NFT gel or token generator. And it produces a lot of levels that my mobile core wallet can't, can't render. And so I've produced a few tokens with pictures and descriptions. And then when you click on browse RPFS in the wallet, it comes out as junk. And so I contacted Doug about that at Mango. And he said, that's because we have many more deeper layers with JSON. I don't even know what JSON is. And uh, so if you were able to explain that, uh, that sort of that, the mint standardization of the minting process, and then we'll talk about the, the interactive white paper and some of the other stuff you're working on. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're currently uh, working on standardizing the NFT minting process uh, with uh, common names for fields. Uh, the JSON file that is proposed currently is uh, not that intuitive for everyone. Uh, it's uh, we're, we're waiting for the final JSON structure so I can build an application around that. And the plan is uh, that uh, it will make it much easier for all kinds of creators to mint assets uh, with all the fields. Like uh, not everyone will have to uh, fill all the unnecessary fields. Uh, some fields will be auto-populated with uh, common data. Uh, and it, the idea is no one will have to manually edit the raw JSON files because it's complicated. Yeah, that's good. I mean, to have that sort of interactive format for someone like me who just i put people to sleep and wake them up for a living i don't know how to code and um <clears throat> yeah it's, it's it'll really good. still it'll, so basically like with the you know what we're trying to do with the standardized json format is give people who want to build things like nft viewer wallets or or you know any, any kind of uh, uh nft wallets just a way to enter all the information of the nft like not not just you wouldn't just have the image of the NFT. You could have the artist name, the edition size, um, links yeah, to the art. Many people use different names for the same fields. That's the problem. Right. And so, and it's not standardized. And so, you you when you create like a wallet or whatever, you need you need to read off the blockchain or read off the uh, the the hash, the IPFS hash, and that's that's where the JSON file comes in, so that people can build wallets around uh, the the information that's provided on these things, and so. You'll 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 be able to get a lot more, not just the image, but the artist name. Like I said, all the all the other stuff, like the edition size. Uh, RVNFT will have like links to a certificate of authenticity on there, and the, uh, links to the artist's social media website or their own website. So you know you could just click on it and be like, oh, you know, go over there and see what else they got for sale or what else they're working on. And so you can hold a lot more information on these things than just the image when when you when you have something like a JSON file. Um, you, you could say, if I um, if I may interrupt, um, it's it's an object container used by JavaScript. So you can carry informa information from one program to another in a standardized manner. So as he said, you can build apps or wallets which uh, use the information from the JSON file and you can rely that the next app, another one is going to build, Will will be able to extract the same information in the same manner out of the JSON file. That's good. So, is anyone on here uh, contributing to building a wallet to view NFTs, or that is there a project of Mango Farm or base assets? Um, 
like I said, it's something that we may or may not be doing. Oh. I've, I've got to be very careful what I talk about. Um, obviously, we're keeping it secret, but I do know within the next two weeks, we'll be announcing some big things from us. Yeah, so I was, um, I was very happy to hear about the hardware wallet last week, the ICE wallet. And I don't, definitely, I, I don't know yeah. if it was the intention, but given the... I mean, everyone's going to soon forget about Game of Thrones ever since Daenerys turned into a psychopathic despot. That uh, ice wallet dovetails with the winter is coming, you know, story of ice and fire. I'm sure it was totally not the intention because it's ice, because it's cold storage. But it's, it's a nice little... Uh, uh, well, the longer of Doug's words were to uh, make it look like it's been kept in the giant wall of ice from Game of Thrones. Those were his words. So there's probably some similarities there, yeah. but yeah. I have actually not heard about that. Could you elaborate? No, sadly I can't. <laughs> I, I will say <laughs> what Doug said. Yeah, I, I can say I'll repeat what Doug said last week because that's already in the public domain, and then McLeod doesn't have to get in or any trouble. So there's a a, a hardware wallet uh, for true cold storage, and so Doug was very careful that he doesn't want a USB cable on it because someone mm -hmm. somewhere will eventually work out how to exploit that. So it's going to have a three and a half millimeter jack. I mean, admittedly, data can travel through those as well. If you remember the old iPod shuffles, um, but and if you plug it in, it will physically disable all wallet functions while the cord is connected to it. So you cannot. There is, and there won't be any radio connectivity with Bluetooth or anything. So you're not able to to exploit that either, because once you connect, once you enter, you know, enter your seed into into any pixels or connect your your wallet to your hardware wallet to a computer in some fashion it, it can cease to be a cold wallet and, and be a, 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 a hot wallet uh, i mean right, whether that's, that's exploited or not is another issue but but um that was just the and the, the important thing there, yes. yeah and the important thing is that this ice wallet will support ravencoin assets natively so with its own oh. it, so you don't have to any, add any extra functions or do any coding or anything like that it's, it's that's there. awesome Oh no, it's amazing! So I'm really, really excited for that. I hope I haven't done so. All I've said is just what Doug said. So if he said it, um, I think we're safe to say that. Much. So if I want some, some more information, who who do I need to watch on Twitter, or where where do I hear news about the Ice Wallet? Um, Ice Wallet will be posting links from Mango Farms Twitter handle and the Ravencoin IPFS handle. We'll be posting it from there. Um, obviously, we'll be starting the Twitter posting for it soon. So just keep an eye on Doug's Twitter because he'll probably be the first to share it. You know, it's his baby. He'll he'll probably want to share it first before us. <laughs> so just keep an eye on Doug's Twitter to see any new updates from it. Uh, me and Adam will be working on getting these tokens out as a giveaway. There'll be twenty five tokens available for people to claim. Uh, first come, first serve basis. So um, they'll be posted soon to advertise the asset marketplace, which is something we're working on. You can go to the website now and sign up to. And basically be the first to know when it goes live, which is something we can't wait to share with you all as well. Okay. I already did. I saw, I, I saw, I saw those on the asset explorer. And I already, already signed up. <laughs> I was sneaking around on the asset explorer. It's like a hobby of mine. <laughs> <laughs> those ones are burning. We forgot about the 32 character limit. So we have to take out the space and re, uh, re mint them. Yeah. Well, um, okay. there'll, there'll be 25 tokens for you all to claim, and we'll be doing a lot more in the future for you all to claim based on the different brands. So um, keep a look out on the socials as well. So, Zebratif, uh, what's going on with your 3D modeling work? Um, 
so the 3D modeling work uh, currently um, it's around the interactive Ravencon white paper. Uh, it's the closest project uh, coming uh, really soon. Uh, the idea is that uh, we're refreshing the original uh, Raven white paper uh, with a more interactive form of it. Uh, we have currently one already created illustration by Joe Shippey. Another one will be done by Minty Portland Poetry. And also one illustration will be created by my girlfriend. Uh, her Instagram is 33moths. Um, so my, my job here is to uh, put the whole thing together, uh, like the textures, uh, pages. Uh, I made the 3D book model. Um, I'm currently working on the animations for it. Uh, I need to create a simple UI for the page flipping now. Um, and then we'll be just waiting for the artworks from uh, other artists to include in, in the book. Uh, so we'll add them uh, contributions in it and their names linked to the social media, bios, etc. So it will be used to promote Ravencoin. Uh, hopefully it will inspire some new artists to cooperate. Uh, we're thinking about the future of uh, making uh, pop-up books NFTs on Ravencoin too. Uh, that will be something new. Uh, so anybody interested in minting interactive books or pop-up books in the future should uh, definitely join every NFT. So I'm gonna add like, so we were talking about Game of Thrones earlier and like, you know, obviously Ravencoin with the white paper and whatnot has the references to, to Game of Thrones. So this, this interactive 3D interactive book is actually kind of themed around maybe like an old medieval book or something that would be from, from the time that Game of Thrones was, uh, uh, you know, kind of set in, I guess. Sort yeah, of and the, all the illustrations also will be in this style. Yeah. And so, yeah, so we got, so, I, I got a couple of RVNFT artists to contribute our, uh, original artwork to it. Uh, we're going to print, print off a bunch of them, or mint a bunch of them, and I'm just going to start trying to hammer hammer them out into the community and try to get people to, you know, to share with, with everybody and spread the word because this is going to be the coolest white paper by far on any blockchain. Like, I, you know, what the Ravencoin white paper was is it was just a word file and it was like okay you know it's got the information everything that's great but like you know with the game of thrones references like why not jazz it up a little bit and make it something that stands out something that they, that can uh, have people say you know oh what, what's this what's this blockchain what's Ravencoin? you know and, and so instead of just reading some old uh, word document white paper you know or it, you'd actually have like a 3d looking book 3d model that that zeb's working on and and with all the other artists and and, and, and just be something unique and cool and and, and for our own community to have, and, and so uh, when, as soon as that's done, I'm just going to start marketing that and trying to get people involved and trying to share that, and just I'll just be handing out as many tokens as I can of it so that people can have it and and give to people that are that are interested. Yeah, it sounds so awesome because you know my first episode was uh, like watching grass grow, reading this document out. And uh, I think I got like 15 listens or something. And um, <clears throat> Especially the first three pages of the of the white paper are, are very well put together, and the rest of it is uh, like a stream of thought. There's dot points without the dots. There's not even sentences in sometimes. So to make it interactive, and you can get pop ups for these different points, which which a lot of them are very very important points that need to be to be raised, but they it lacks syntax. So to really give it some life <clears throat> and make it fun, and as a proof of concept for yeah. other kind of books later yeah, on, it will be a lot more interactive. Right. And, and, so, and so, I mean, you know, whatever, if you don't want to read it word for word or whatever, cool, whatever. It's just something fun that we can say, you know, this, hey, this is, this is ours. This is for our community. And 
look at how look at how we differentiated ourselves from another blockchain. And so it's just an opportunity for marketing and just for something fun. I mean, just building cool stuff. You know, that's what I'm all about. It's not necessarily about the money. It's just about building cool things and and kind of contributing and sharing ideas. So. I mean, s- someone's got to pay that ten thousand Bitcoin for a pizza. You know, so so it all starts <laughs> right. free. It all starts free. Right, exactly. It all starts cheap until price discovery occurs later on down the track. Uh, I might, we might just head over to Germany now with Stefan and Gürkenwerf is the, the Discord name. You have some involvement with, even though it's not your baby, with the Raven Trader. Are you able to tell us what Raven Trader is and what people can use it for? Yes. Well, um, involvement is, is a heavy word. Um, I was really excited when I first learned about Raven Trader. I believe I was one of the first people to um, download it and try to set it up. I had some struggle at first as well because um, you had to set up Python on and on a Windows machine that's um, kind of a struggle. It's way easier on Linux, um, at least at least if you ask me. But um, I was able to set it up and basically what you can do is um, you look for an asset you want to purchase and you get get them listed. You can choose from them and trade them in real time. You don't have to wait for confirmation or let's say from a site like um, Ryan's or Ricky's where you have to purchase um, the, the NFT you want, send, send an email with the, um, the, the hash from the payment you send. Someone has to check it, someone has to send you the asset manually and all of that can be avoided just by um, the Raven Trader software where you can instantly trade assets for Raven or the other way around. And can you trade assets for assets, for other assets? Um, yes, of course. Um, I think, uh, oh, it's sad that um, Synth is not here because he started the Bourbon Cask NFTs, which are, well, as the name implies, cask filled with virtual bourbon. And you can trade those, uh, well, a part of one of these NFTs for a bottle of aged bourbon. And as time progresses, you can trade in another part of that cask NFT for an even older bottle of um, this virtual bourbon. So that's possible as well. What I find fascinating about that, and which I was talking at some length with Doug about last week, is that at the moment, and I did, I checked with Synth on Twitter about the um, the bourbon casks. I said, "Are these actual bottles?" And he said, "No, no, it's all virtual for now." So, so for now, people can trade, you know, casks for older and newer bottles of bourbon, but not too distant future. I mean, it does. It only takes two or three years. It's not like it's scotch. You don't have to wait thirty years for a decent bottle of bourbon. So you can you can actually trade, not only virtual bottles and virtual casks, and then settle in, you know, drive to Tennessee and whatever, and settle in real time in real bourbon. You will be able to trade futures on those. So. Uh, that can be a really, really powerful international decentralized finance application yes, for, for whiskey futures, wine futures, all sorts of futures options. Um, I think that the the power of Raven Trader, uh, well, let's just say I well, think that Synth better get his skates on because someone else is going to start launching one and this is going to be explode in the financial yes, services. Um, I believe that as well. Um, and right now, Raven Trader is, I believe, Raven, Tra- Raven Trader is not going to survive since there is already a version of the QT wallet out, 
where you can input the the hash of the trade you want to execute and you can execute the trade inside of your wallet so you just have to look at a trade on a website for example copy the the hash paste it inside your wallet and execute it there so you don't even need to set up the raven trader software anymore and well yes and no I don't, I don't think a pinstripe in wall street frankfurt or city of london wants to download a qt wallet and enter hashes they just want to go to a place where they can exactly. see what they're dealing with and have it, have uh, it yeah, a different skin. Yes, exactly. The next step would be um, adding all of this into the Electrum wallet, but I'm not informed, uh, informed in regards of the process on this, so I can only speak of what I know right now. Um, but in the future, planned, uh, what is planned is that all of this functionality is integrated inside of the, the main wallet, uh, mobile and on PC. So you can l l search for assets and trade them all in the same program. So it's already on the mobile wallet, which on iOS? Um, I don't... The, the iOS version is even more behind than the Android version, I believe. Oh, okay. And, yeah, I've got the um, Android version now. And I, I can see assets, but I can't see any trading assets. Yes. Or. All I know about those is that um, they do not have um, active development at the moment and they are soon to be uh, completely um, disabled and replaced with another version, a new version, oh, okay. a completely different one Excellent. based on Electrum. All right. So we might cross to Ryan from the NFT marketplace if you're able to talk about that because we were talking about uh, auctions later, earlier on, how that interacts. Uh, so welcome from, are you somewhere in California? Yep, California, we're in a close to San Francisco Bay Area. Okay, so tell us about NFT Marketplace. Yeah, so uh, I'm not sure if most people know me. I started with, uh, well, still work for Zaytech and we started the uh, online you know, live auctions. And when we started doing them, I was like, nobody's doing like an online marketplace, right? <clears throat> so I started working on that behind the scenes and there was a couple other people, Ricky being one of them that was like, oh, let's let's make one. So we kind of made one and then I realized Ricky was kind of competition and I'm like, I don't really want to compete against Ricky because he's a cool guy. So we went into a partnership and we focus on the, uh, the live auctions being more like an eBay style auction with the ability to still do like a, you know, a, a buy now. Um, but we really kind of let Ricky, you know, take that lead on that. Um, but it's just kind of a, a basic website, you know, for people to be able to put their, their NFTs up and um, hopefully it grows to something more as, as Raven gets more publicity. Thank you. So the SATEC auctions got put on hold. Do you um, want to comment that? Yeah, it's just it wasn't the right time for us. It's obviously as a business, it costs a little bit more money than us doing projects on our own, you know, just kind of doing our own thing so with it being so much more you know money intensive as a business we kind of put that on hold until raven kind of turns around a little bit i think it's worth right, I, I think at this point it's worth giving a shout out to zaytec and khalid for for doing that though because when uh when joshua that's blockchain tiger set up that um braveland world it was, it was khalid who was walking around seeing all these pictures on the wall and said yeah we should we could sell these and then when we had that yep. that the first impromptu auction and then the, the first one with Troy Holden and I'm not sure how it sounds to other people across the states but to someone in Australia hearing it a, a Tennessee auctioneer it sounds <laughs> like sounds like he's auctioneering um, 
Oh, used used cattle, cattle, cat, cat, yeah, yeah, livestock. No, it sounded like those those places where people take their seized vehicles when they've defaulted on their loans yeah. and they're selling all their cars or their tennis. I saw them on this uh, cent of money. It was it was amazing, and it generated a huge amount of of uh, awareness, publicity, and excitement. And uh, and I could tell that you know initially I was I was a bit concerned about the commissions, but the overheads to run that and the organisation to run that uh, would. I think there's still a place for these live auctions for really expensive works of art, like for something like what Beeple's work, that sort of stuff, because people want to have those events. But you know, for 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 the vast number of NFTs that wanted to be to be put to market, there's only limited space. But I really had a a, yeah. a barrel of fun with those things. I thought they were really really good, and I've recorded a couple of them. I showed them to my friends, and they just think they were awesome. So, like, I know they're on hold now, but thanks to 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 you, and because I interacted with you, and to Khalid and and. Uh, Stibitz slash Zaytek for for putting those on. I think they generated. They're really good. I believe you yeah, played a big role in the initial push. Like you said, you were you were doing the auctions and all of that, and you saw that nobody was doing a marketplace yep. like you did. And I believe if those auctions wouldn't have happened, that um, many things would have been. They would still happen, but they would have been delayed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's exactly why I started, you know, the marketplace. It's, we do more than that, right? We we offer 3D, you know, printing. We offer a handful of other services. We have a few things that we're getting ready to roll out that we can't really talk about yet as far as, you know, just NFTs goes. But that was really our, our leading factor was that a lot of people, when they were coming to me on the live auction side, were like, I want to put this up. We're like, okay, it's cool, but, like, who's going to buy it? And, like, who are we to judge, really, whether they're going to buy it or not, right? But there's so many things that were coming to us. We're like, we only have like 15, 20 slots a week. And then, you know, if we created a marketplace where people could just go put their stuff eBay style and let it go. And if somebody buys it, somebody buys it. If they don't, it auto relists. It's not like you got to email me, at, you know, be like, hey, I want to relist that. And then I'd be like, oh, I can't get you in this week. It just makes it so much easier. And I'm hoping that. You know, once we get the publicity there, we get the marketing there, that people will really like from the ground level will get noticed that like, hey, there's this thing that you can use and it just takes off. Same thing with Raven NFT, you know, Ricky's minting services. People just know, go to Ricky and he will take care of you. So I'm looking at your site now and if for people listening, that's marketplace.justnfts.io. And that's an auction place, and so you're getting a bet by now. So if somebody wants to auction their art, they can contact you at that website and uh, get an NFT minted uh, with that scan to get that sent up. Uh, but if they want to have a fixed sale, Ricky, what's your website? NFT, Ravenar, NFT.art, is it? Uh, can you hear me or no? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, it's uh, rvnft.art. Very simple. Uh, just wanted to mention, you know, Ryan was mentioning, like, competition earlier. It's like, yeah, we're all invested in Ravencoin here, and so even if there is like competition, we're all working for the same goal of increasing, you know, the size of our network, the value of our network, and everything to it. So it's kind of a different uh, vibe than it's just like you know straight up, I don't know, age old capitalism, right? Where you're just trying to knock each right. other down. It's like, you know, yeah. it's like we're we're all working together to increase the value of the coin that we're invested in too, and so. It's like, you know, it really doesn't make sense to like to, to, to draw to build silos or whatever, you know, like working together like right. it's just gonna help everybody yeah. out in the long run and finding ways to work together on things, you know. Yeah, and so it's healthy it's just a different dynamic. Right? It's it's all yeah, it's very healthy competition. It's it's really cool. I mean, just having that kind of dynamic that that I don't 
I'm not really sure existed before, you know, something like a decentralized blockchain network. So I think also it's right. worth shouting out. It's those. not like, sorry, Ryan, you go. I was going to say, it's just, it's not like Comcast and, you know, AT&T trying to compete, you know, oh, who's got the better client base? It's, it's all about building Raven NFT or Raven and NFT in general. There's right. also another it, guy it, in India, uh, Mendelic Art. He's, he's had a project. He had a, a nascent project to develop a, 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 um, auctions. His website's down at the moment. His father's quite ill with the, the pandemic, yeah. with COVID. So um, we just sent a heart out to him and his family and hope he can get back online soon and his father gets well soon and then we can get some... I think there's some huge potential in India. And it, the more people from... I mean, we've got three continents now, four, in, well, I suppose, if the UK... So uh, if we get India involved, all the more the merrier, and I think that's uh, right. the the markets at the moment can absorb a lot without any rivalry. Well, yeah. not only that, I mean, just a healthy NFT ecosystem is going to provide plenty of business for Ryan, for RV NFT, for Mendelik Art, and for you know all different types of services. I mean, the art world cool. is a huge world. Even the like the old school art world, you had auctions like Christie's auctions, and you have all the art galleries. Yeah. You know, I mean. It's well, just, ebay and like all the other places where you know there's just if, if, you, if you build the healthy ecosystem and, and there's a lot of demand you know there, there should be a lot of people that are going to do well in this space yeah i mean look at ethereum how many different you know auction type style places are there or, or you know buy now websites are there <laughs> right there's there's a handful of them so i mean they seem to be running just fine without having a problem of competition or healthy right. ecosystem or anything in between that's good. Right, but you see, but you need you need people willing to build it, like Ryan and yep. and MX. You know what I mean? And me and you know everyone else who's interested in doing. It, but people got to build it. You know. So. Yeah. So I think that this in this session, the synergy between the different companies uh, is is really quite awesome, and it's going to um, be you know, like I said, synergistic. So we'll get some some uh, uh, disproportionate gains from that cooperation. So uh, we're up to the forty minute mark now. Does anybody have anything else to add for anything that that they're working on? Oh. Or- yeah, I just got a, the one thing I wanted to talk about uh, that I'm doing. I'm working with uh, Kinka Zhao on uh, from the Discord Ravencoin Discord channel. Uh, I'm just going to read what what we're what we're going to be coming up with. We're going to be coming up with a uh, a new Ravencoin slogan competition. Uh, neither one of us particularly love the idea of uh, the whole Ravencoin is Bitcoin 3.0 slogan. So we're actually going to do a, a, a kind of a fun contest where people on Reddit and Twitter and whatnot will be able to. Um, kind of create their own slogan and it'll get upvoted by the community. So it won't be up to us to decide what the slogan is. It'll be up to the community to see which one it is, uh, is best. And then once that slogan is has been created, I'm actually, we're going to have an art competition after that, where we're going to pick first, second, third place with uh, three artists that, that contribute uh, artwork around that new slogan. And then we're going to uh, hopefully mint those those uh, pieces of artwork and, and, and try to kind of market it in the same fashion that me and Zeb, Zeb are trying to market uh, the Ravencoin Interactive White Paper. So um, that's going to run, the contest is going to run three three weeks total. I'm just reading here. Uh, there's going to be a 500 Raven reward for the best slogan. And then we're going to have, hopefully, we're, we've got 2,000 Raven raised right now. We're hoping to get to 3,000. So if anybody's interested in donating some Raven to the slogan competition, uh, please contact me or Kinkajow and uh, if you can help out. Because we're going uh, to have first, second, and third place. Uh, the remaining 2,500 Raven is going to be split up uh, for the three artists that create the best uh, artwork for that for those slogans. Yeah. And so that's going to start uh, hopefully next next week, uh, maybe Monday on Reddit. Uh, so keep an eye out. And then artists, uh, if you're interested in making a little bit extra scratch, uh, 
you know, keep an eye out and follow the competition, and, and hopefully you'll, you'll submit submit something for us. Um, that sounds good. I've never really been comfortable with that other slogan because uh, I think we have completely different use case to Bitcoin. And uh, yeah. a lot of oh, no, I that... hold Bitcoin. I'm keeping Bitcoin for my family's inheritance, and it's it's Raven Ravencoin's got nothing to do with it. It's completely different use case. We use Raven for right. money, for money within it. We buy things for it, and it has a it has a sense of that uh, of that. But uh, I think it's important that people don't. So there are some people there. There are some maxis and toxic maxis, and there are maxis who are quite ignorant because they just jump on the on the boat. But uh, a lot of them seem to think that anything else is uh, an inflationary threat to Bitcoin. So, well, no, Bitcoin is Bitcoin. Bitcoin has its cap supply. Bitcoin is a store of value, and that's what it is. I think uh, I don't think that it's an inflationary threat at all. And I think that the sorts of things that we can do with the um, uh, with the user interface and the UTXO set for the assets uh, cannot be done on Bitcoin, and they're quite complementary and complementary. They they dovetail together quite nicely. So. A different slogan, I think, would be uh, a great step forward. All right, and I mean, you know, Bitcoin is such a massive community, and it just, you know, trying to tell those people that this Raven's out here to replace Bitcoin is just not the right no, narrative, in my eyes, at least. You know, rubbish. I think, yeah, it's complimentary. You know, like Bitcoin is the revolution, right? And then everything else kind of follows in its footsteps and and, and gets built off like what what you know the adoption that that Bitcoin seeks to. Um, to gain right for, for like the world adoption you know and so it's like raven coin and bitcoin should easily coexist together i mean without like you know it doesn't have to be you don't have to draw build silos or draw draw lines in the sand you know so absolutely oh, it's just it's something fun you know it's something fun so i mean just another thing you know try to help market raven in a fun way or at least something i've you know could think of to, to help contribute to the community so all right keep an eye out for that and it'll be next week well that sounds good Does anyone else anything to add all right. Oh, I'm just keep watching our socials and um, keep an eye off some cool freebies. <laughs> yeah. So, so the looking yeah, just cool. for listeners for the websites to look out for. I mentioned uh, two already. So they were uh, rvnft.art and marketplace.justnfts.io. I think you can just go to justnfts.io, can't you, Ryan? Yeah. yeah. Just NFTs. Yeah. Then we have a, a link after. Justnfts.io. And uh, and the Raven Trader, what's that? I what's that? That's RavenTrader.net, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. RavenTrader.net, and then check out all those those um, those sites and uh, on Mango Farm assets, but that's going to be changing soon as well. Uh, so, so that's awesome. Maybe uh, maybe add NiftySense.com to the mix as well because he has a pretty awesome tutorial on how to set up the new um, QT wallet with the trader already integrated. So that's nifty, N-I-F-T-Y, or just NFT? Uh, nifty, S-Y-N-T-H dot com. Nifty, N-I-F-T-Y. Oh, okay, yes. yeah, nifty like the word. Okay, so yep. nifty dot com. Oh, there it is. Okay, that's good. Well, we'll wrap that up. So thanks very much for uh, Ricky and for Stefan, aka Gherkenwerfer, for Unpronounceable no MC MXCC in it, McLeod <laughs> and <laughs> Ryan and Zebratif. Thanks very much for coming Thank on, you. and uh, we'll, should be published in a couple of days. Awesome! awesome. Thanks right. for having us. Awesome. Okay. Thanks a lot. Bye. Take care, everyone. Cheers.